how can I find more flow in my art making process? And how do I stop rebelling against my own structure? Dear Creative Mind, those are some of the questions that we'll explore in this episode. So if you've ever felt like your creative process was constantly interrupted by your inner wars, or if you've been trying to support yourself with structure but you keep rebelling against it, this was recorded for you. Dear Creative Mind, welcome. This podcast is a space I created for us to explore the depth, textures, and intricacies of our creative mind. My name is Pascal, and I'll be your guide, helping you navigate your rebellious path. I know our creative mind sometimes gets lost in the maze of our imagination or sidetracked by the stories of our inner critic. On this podcast, you'll find grounding meditations to soothe your mind, coaching notes to help you find more focus and flow, and conversations with other creatives to inspire you in the hopes of helping you better understand and take care of your whole creative self. I really do hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello, I'm super happy that you've decided to join me for this conversation today. So I'm recording this as we're stepping out of Virgo season and we're just entering Libra season. And this definitely inspired the topic that I wanted to bring to your attention today, which is our relationship to structure. Because if you're anything like me and many of the people that I get to work with, you might have designed some beautiful systems and habits in your life, but you keep rebelling against your own structure and that can feel incredibly frustrating and I think that as we're stepping out of Virgo season maybe you were just inspired to review your routines and rituals and systems and then a few weeks later you might still experience this very frustrating feeling of not being able to follow through on any of it or like I said even just witnessing yourself rebelling against it. So in this episode, we're going to explore the resistance we experience when it comes to structure and also just getting curious about the relationship that we hold with structure. And as always, I'll be here to guide you, to guide this conversation, inviting you to explore different questions or consider other perspectives and also without prescribing any rigid answer because we all have different realities and I trust that you are the best judge of your own life. And before we begin, something important I want to bring to your attention is that most times when we're facing a challenge in our life, the problem is not the challenge itself, but our relationship to it. So the way we relate to the challenge is usually the problem. Basically, often the issue is not really the issue, it's how we relate to it. So just something to keep in mind today as we dive into some of the very challenging parts of our creative life and the challenging relationships that we hold in our creative life. So that being said, let's dive in. Let's talk about our resistance to structure. So as I was sharing a bit earlier, I know many creatives, including myself, that struggle with one, being able to create structure and To even if we manage to create structure, we struggle to not rebel against it and we don't follow through on it. So maybe it's a writing routine or maybe it's a marketing strategy in your work 
or a content creation ritual, whatever that is, we want to find a way to create more flow in the process of creating that and stay consistent with it. And we might finally decide on a structure or create a system or a ritual around it. And then for some very strange reason, there's this inner rebel that does not want to comply. So if you can relate to this, and I know many of you will, um, I want you to ask yourself what might be lying underneath the resistance. What do you feel is making it challenging for you to create structure and to maintain structure? And also, what do you feel is creating that opposition, that inner rebel that just does not want to follow through on that structure? And as you reflect on that, I really want you to resist a very tempting thought that something is wrong with you. And I want you to consider instead some of the things that might contribute to this. So one of the things I'd invite you to consider is simply the reality of having a creative mind and how many of us have this divergent way of thinking. So we have more of an open-ended way of thinking. We tend to explore many different things, many different solutions and ideas all at once. Whereas someone that typically has a more convergent way of thinking will focus on finding a single correct solution to a problem and has this more linear or structured approach to thinking. And when I say divergent thinking, I'm not talking about any kind of neurodivergence here, even though for sure, if you're not neurotypical, it's very likely that structure might be challenging for you. Um, but divergent thinking is the cognitive process and neurodivergence is a neurological condition. So you can be neurotypical and tend to also have a more divergent way of thinking if you are this very creative type of human being. Um, now, this very divergent way of thinking is always extremely helpful when it comes to creativity, but just a little less when it comes to dealing with a very structured uh, situation. And that's just a fact. It's not wrong. It's not bad. It's just a reality. So there's a clash that exists between our need for organization and this very natural inclination that we have towards freedom and discovery and exploration. So there's a tension here that is created from knowing that we would benefit from some kind of structure, but also having this conflictual relationship with it because we want freedom, but any rigid boundaries that get in the way of that freedom just creates, again, this tension. And there might also be a resistance when it comes to conformity. Maybe you hold the belief that it will stifle your creativity. Or maybe you hold the belief that creatives are messy and that creativity will thrive in chaos. That could also be the case. So I want you to take a moment to just scan yourself and see what beliefs are in a position to your desire to find more structure. Because there might be a part of you that wants the structure, that needs the structure, and another part of you that wants freedom. So there's a conflict here. And that's most likely the reality. Again, there's nothing wrong or bad about that. It's 
just that there are two different parts of you that are not on the same page. So what can we do about this? How can we get those two parts to get on the same page? Um, I think the very first thing is to reframe our relationship to structure and how we see it so that we can get those two different parts to partner up instead of kind of fighting against each other and see how they can best serve us. So the very first thing to do is also the very first thing we don't want to do when we're experiencing this and it's to hold deep compassion for ourselves. We have to invite a little more softness inside of ourselves before we can change our relationship. We have to let go of the judgment that we hold around struggling to follow through or maintaining structure or judging ourselves for not being able to maintain structure because, well, it's really not easy. It's very challenging when you tend to think more divergently, when you have this creative brain and also when freedom is your top value. One thing's for sure is that if we try to change that relationship while judging ourselves and forcing ourselves to do something that is in conflict with our values, it's not going to stick. So very, very important invitation here to practice compassion before anything else. And from that place where we just let go of any judgment, we let go of that thought that something's wrong with us and we'll never be able to follow through on our projects, we'll never be able to follow any structure or systems, the next thing is to get to know these two different parts of you. So why they exist within you and what their respective purpose is. Because if they exist, they have a purpose. So you want to get curious about what their intention might be because they're working really hard to keep you alive and safe. And also, they might be using very interesting ways to do so. So that can look like holding beliefs that don't serve you anymore or taking a certain type of action, which can also be not taking any action at all. And my guess is that for most of us, when it comes to our resistance with structure, is that, again, there's this crucial need for freedom and also this fear about our creative life becoming too rigid, too boring if we follow through on structure. And there's the fact that our creative mind tends to think, again, very divergently when structure will require us to think convergently. So the reality here is that it is a very complex relationship that we hold within ourselves and it's very hard to change but I believe that by softening the conflict that exists between freedom and structure within ourselves we can learn to use a more convergent way of thinking when we need it. Maybe not exactly the same way someone with a more logical linear way of seeing things would and that's okay we don't have to think like an engineer or an accountant you're still an artist but I want you to learn to trust that you are able to find some type of structure that will work for you when you need it it doesn't mean that it's going to remove any sense of freedom within your work and actually it will free you even more 
So something that comes to mind now and in resisting structure, does it really help you find that sense of freedom? Because I know for myself, I find it very, very difficult to follow rules. Um, if it feels like a rule, I will tend to rebel against it. So if it's like, do not do this or do that or, I don't know, lock your phone away or do one thing at a time or something like that. When it feels rigid or when it feels like a rule, I, I rebel against it. <laughs> But the reality is that do I feel free when I witness myself jumping from one task to another or scrolling on my phone instead of creating? Um, no. I really don't. <laughs> I feel like a slave to something else instead of feeling in control of my creative work. So even though we might think that structure or setting some boundaries or systems or habits around our creative work might kind of reduce that sense of freedom, I think most likely it's the opposite. It's going to help you be more in control of your time and your energy Whereas if it's not there, we tend to do other things that just get in the way of our creative process. So I want you to ask yourself, what could a freeing structure look like for you? How can you make structure, one, feasible, but also fun and flexible for you? Is it to rename certain things as rituals instead of a structure or something like that? I know for me, it I don't know why, but it helps make it more fun. Is it to make it even simpler to follow through on it by breaking down this ritual into three, four, five steps? Like um, step one, I'm putting my phone away. Step two, I am brewing a cup of my favorite tea. Step three, I am pressing play on my playlist. And then I'm writing down my kind of no-brainer, impossible-to-fail goal for my work session. And then I set a 30-minute timer and then I start. Is it creating something like that? Is it to maybe commit to always having an accountability buddy present with you when you need to do certain types of tasks in your work? Is it to create some kind of fun reward after the task is completed? That's what I'd like you to maybe journal about or meditate about after this episode. And also remembering that you don't have to do this alone. Maybe it would serve you to ask for support to break down a goal into a plan um, and maybe brainstorm on the routines or rituals or structures that would help you make all of this happen. And I want you to shift the way you relate to structure because it can be very freeing. It doesn't need to be rigid and kind of require you to become someone you're not, I want you to ask yourself how you can make this possible for you. And I'd love to hear whatever comes up if you want to share. You can always reach out to me by email at my first name, Pascal, P-A-S-C-A-L-E, at DearCreativeMind.com. I'm not always on Instagram, but you can find me there as well. And if you're curious about working with me and having a thought partner and a coach dedicated to you and your process for this season, I'd love to meet you in a clarity call. You can find the link in the show notes. 
And as always, I'm really, really honored that you're here with me. I hope this episode was helpful to you. And as I said, I would love to hear your thoughts, your ideas, anything that came up when you listened to this episode. And I'll see you very soon. Thank you for having this conversation or meditation with me today. And because it is a conversation, you're always welcome to reach out and let me know what came up for you. If this episode felt supportive, please share it with a friend and take a quick minute to leave a rating and a review. It means the world to me when you support the podcast. And if you're curious about working with me as your private coach, you can learn more at DearCreativeMind.com. That's also where you can find more resources to support you and also join our monthly gathering, The Creative Playground. Thank you so much for being here today and we'll speak again very soon.